this is Black, black Hipster, Hipster, where we talk about black pop culture, gay pop culture, black gay pop culture, and sometimes other, other shit. shit. Standrick, yes, you look darling. lovely today. Thank you, thank you. Your yes. eyes are sort of sparkling through your glasses. It's called tiredness, and my glasses are dirty. <laughs> That's what it's called. Oh, is yes. that what it is? It's not yeah. a sparkle. It's, it's a glint of like you know dust and debris. Oh. That's what that is. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's working for you. Thank you. You are thank wearing you. that dust well. well. Thank you, darling. You look glowing. You look positively <laughs> radiant. I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a week. It's Has been it been a week? week? It's only been a week, but it feels like it's been long. Well, we did live together off and on for a while as, as you know. So I'm just, it's, I'm going through withdrawals, yeah, would you yeah. say? Yeah, I think it, it, it's odd if we don't see each other maybe what, like, what's the longest that we haven't seen each other since we haven't lived together? Um, I don't know, but you're often traveling, so. Well, I just go home for the weekend usually. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you travel quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But we probably go, what, I mean, make maybe two or three weeks max without seeing each other. That's a long time. Oh, darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's me. <laughs> that is so Screw sweet. you. So oh, ever since somebody got engaged, well, he'll know how to act. Honey, it, I just, I, I feel like a new person now. I don't even know who I am. You know, it's just like, <laughs> is my name Stanley? Oh, you know, what Lord. is it? You know? Oh, Lord. But what what have you been up to, my dear? Oh, you know, just um, working and, 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 and getting ready for the holidays. Oh, no, well, wait. How was your Christmas? My Christmas was wonderful. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was fabulous. How was your Christmas? Yeah, you know, Christmas I don't give a shit about celebrate. Christmas. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care about Christmas. So, mm-hmm. you know, my routine is to just go to the movies and, yeah. I like to theater hop. That's my favorite thing to do on Christmas. You gotta, you gotta time it right. You have to look at. Okay, so you pick it by the theater, right? Yes. Not by the movie, right? What theaters are truly the best? Are the most optimally set up for theater hopping? Are really comfortable? I'm mm-hmm. telling you, if you want comfort, go Regal. Okay, go, go Regal. If you want comfort, Hold on, and what is the Regal in the city? There's probably a couple. Union Square. Uh, no, nah, I don't think Union Square is a regal. That there is suck. Yeah, Union Square. Is oh, good. um, no, I'll tell you who's regal. Um, for sure, there's a regal in Times Square, but Times Square? I know, right? The best one is Battery Park City. Oh, Duh, I love that, that theater. Uh, you have to go so far. It's up so bougie. I love it. And it is it, well, amazing. The seats very like cushiony. They're huge. It's, I swear, there's got to be only like twenty seats per no, no, theater. But how can you switch out? Like you know how because a part of theater hopping is. Picking a theater that is easy to get to one theater to mm-hmm. the next. Mm-hmm. So is that one a good place to do that? Have you done it there? Uh, I don't think I've theater hopped there, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty easy. You just have to be open to you might end up in a shitty movie because mm-hmm. what they've done, they've gotten really smart, what? is they tell you which theater your movie's playing in when you're coming in. But I think for some of them, they don't have it on the auditorium. You know, like you go and it'll yeah. say like Ocean's 8, 7.45 p.m. Yes. They don't do that anymore. And sometimes it doesn't say. What? Other times it'll say, but it doesn't tell you the time. Hold on. What, I don't understand what you mean. What it's you mean? smart because if you come out of a, a movie and you're like, oh, I'm going to go and watch Ocean's 8 now. But it's stupid if you did a hop and there's only 10 minutes left. But... Okay, so I'm thinking that a part of theater hopping too is you probably need to do some pre-planning before. Yes, oh, so you you're do. This is what if, I'm saying. I plan ahead. So even if you do the pre-planning of you know when a movie starts mm-hmm. and then when a movie ends, you still may get the shaft, as you're trying to give a company the shaft, that <laughs> you don't know which theater to go into. Is that what you're saying? Right, yeah. For some of them, they don't put it on top of the theater. That's insane. Yeah, they just tell you when you go in to check in or it's on your ticket. So that way hoppers, you just you roll you're rolling the dice when you're like, I just came out of theater six from seeing XYZ and I guess I'm just gonna stroll into theater eight and then you end up in some shitty child movie. Has that ever happened to you? No. I plan ahead. Come on okay. now. Okay. I plan ahead. I plan so ahead. So how many movies what's the max number of movies that you've seen in one day? Like three. That's insane. Yeah. So it's a, ideally, I'm thinking, okay, so you're going to see three movies, uh-huh. and they're good movies that you want to see. Yeah. You don't. It doesn't matter the weather outside. Oh, for sure. The crazier the weather, the better. 
Okay. If so it's are you not pouring raining, it's amazing. So you're sustaining off of popcorn and snacks, but like, say the movie movies are long now. They're usually mm-hmm. what two hours. Yeah. You want to say like, average two hours, two hours and fifteen minutes? Yeah. Times that's three. Like over six hours just spending in the theater. Isn't it amazing? Well, that is funny. It's that amazing. Is pretty cool. You know what you do too. You got to right. be smart. You got to come in with your own food. And then, yeah, and then after the first movie, mm-hmm. you go and you get snacks. So you eat all your food during the first movie. Yeah. To give you like a base. Right. And then you get snacks. Right. You movie. bring in like your bagel and your tea or whatever. And then during movie two, like just before you go to see that other movie, mm-hmm. that's when you go and you get your popcorn, you get your whatever. Because the thing is, if people see you at the concession stand buying popcorn and stuff, they're way less likely to stop you when they see you going into the theater. That's true. They think, she clearly just got here. She's getting her snacks. She about to go see this movie. That's true. And if you're late, they're probably like, whatever. Black people always late for the movies <laughs> anyway. So this I've given like, this a lot. You've given it a lot of time. So I would think this sounds like, because you can only do this during the week. I, I mean, you can do this on the weekend, depending on the theater. But to me, yeah. it seems like it would be best to do this during the weekday when no one else, when yeah. less people. I've never tried this on the weekend. Yeah. Ever. And then it's like, during I would assume on the weekday when kids are still in school? Or does that even matter? Probably not. Probably not. Because yeah. I'm probably not going to see the same movie as a bunch of kids. No, no, no. Like, I'm talking <laughs> like about like the... teenagers. Teenagers. Oh, God. I hate teenagers. Teenagers are the worst. Well, you. but that's why I go to like Battery Park City. Yeah. Because a theater like that is not going to be crawling teenagers. The tickets are like 17 bucks. Well, I think more 17, than 18 bucks. Yeah. If you go to like 34th Street, the, the ticket will be like 14 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's where you'll get your teenagers. Or if you go to like draft, like Alamo Draft House, which you can't really theater hop there. Um, but yeah, the tickets are going to be significantly more. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's the sacrifice you make. But we get discounts. Because the baby mom's got some thing where he gets mm. this discount. Yeah. So the tickets will be like $10. Oh my gosh. That's like, no one pays $10 for tickets anymore. D- no, no. not Yeah, not even Movie Pass. Oh Ugh, movie Pass was the worst. Did you yeah, have it? I had Movie Pass and it was such a good idea. Like, I think everyone was in awe of it. It was an amazing idea. And the then, execution was the worst it was execution not, well, I've seen Well, I don't think they could monetize it. They were having a problem monetizing well, yeah. it. And how were they making money? So, eventually... A lot. My coworker told me about it, and then I think I told you about it, mm-hmm. and then because I like going to the movies as well. And then the one time you stopped it, you st- quit it before I did. Oh yeah, I canceled yeah. that shit. It and was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. It was like every time I tried to go see a movie, it was sold out, or or then they started um, putting blocks and stuff, oh, and basically God. nothing would come up, or it wouldn't show that it was sold out. But it wouldn't let you pick a seat. Oh. And then we'd get to the theater, and then they were like, yeah, it's because it's sold out. And I'm like, okay, I came all the way over here. It wasn't showing me that on the app. It was pretty freaking terrible. But don't you have, do you have something else? Like the, what is it, Lowe's or? Oh, like the AMC Stubbs? Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like no movies like have been good lately. Mm-hmm. So it's not been worth my while to get it. I feel like MoviePass, they were overzealous. If they would have basically had the same approach as like AMC Stubbs, uh-huh. it would have worked. It would have made more sense because it was way too big of a discount. It was. If they would have said $20 a month will get you three movies maybe? Yes, in mm-hmm. New York, right? They should have had different pricing tiers for different places. That's true. So that way it worked per region. Mm-hmm. In New York, three movies a month for 20 bucks is damn good. That's amazing. Any New Yorker would have been happy to pay it. Yes. Whereas maybe you're not going to get away with that in Montana. But then you just change the pricing structure for Montana. You know what I mean? Like, no, And then I'm maybe curious. if someone f- from Montana is visiting New York, there's a surcharge. Or maybe, you know, but you know that the app, well, I've used it in different states. Mm-hmm. So you, when you travel to different states, you know it, it, it follows your location, mm-hmm. and then you use it at different places. So they wouldn't even need to use a surcharge. It would just sort of recalibrate or something. If you're living in Montana, then you go to New York. The pricing structure is different. You're on that. No, so. but I mean, like if you're visiting, like you're paying this thing monthly. Oh, that's right. So that's right. if yeah. you're paying less monthly in Montana than the people in New York are paying, but yeah. you're now in New York and you want to take up a seat at a theater in their city and okay. they're paying more, mm-hmm. then maybe there's like a $4 surcharge or something I like that. See, but I, I feel like, A, if you're going to see a movie while you're visiting New York, 
you shouldn't come to New York. What do you mean? I guess, yeah. <laughs> That's A. Don't yeah. visit New York if you want to sit in the freaking movies. Oh, like, well. it's a dumb thing to do. Go well. to the Broadway. Go to the theater. I'm fine with that. But there's way too much shit to do in New York for you to see the same ass movie that you can watch in North Dakota for like $10 cheaper. Well, when I didn't live in New York, it just made me think of something. When I was here on a college tour with all of my friends, uh-huh. and we came, we, maybe I was like, I don't know, 16 or 17, and we all went to see Cruel Intentions. So that was like 19. Well, that's different. You were a teenager. Yeah, I guess it's, I've lived <laughs> You can't do what, shit in yeah, New York when you're underage. But and it was also a very rainy day. Like, it was torrential rain. We were on the NYU campus, and we were walking around all day. And we were like, what should we see? And I remember uh, at least me feeling like, I mean, my mom, I could basically see any movie I wanted. She wasn't going to stop me, but it just seems you so exciting. You hear that, Deb? You were not going to stop oh, him. I mean, I was 16. <laughs> my mom was taking us to see rated R movies <laughs> when I was like seven. Yeah, that's what she wanted to go. Yeah, she she had nobody to watch yeah. all that. And she's like, listen, let's go together. And she told us to close our eyes or like it was a, a sexy scene or something. And I know I always close my eyes. And then if it was cursing, we just knew we couldn't say that curse around her. So it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember seeing Cruel Intentions in the movie theater when I was a teenager on a trip here in New York. It was probably around the same time I saw Cruel Intentions. Wow. Actually, my mom took me. Oh, your mom? Yeah. Oh, you did tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Me and my sister. Well, we went to the mall. The mall. Mm-hmm. We went to Green Acres Mall Where's in Valley Acres Stream. Mall? We Valley, used to think it was Queens, but technically it's Long Island. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's really close, like Nassau County. Um, we went to the mall, and then we we were like, ooh, can we go see this movie? And my mom was like, all right. Hold up, did you know what it was about? Yeah. Did she? Yeah, she didn't did. know what it was about. I don't know. She didn't care. But there's not a lot. It's No, there's some explicit things the in The only movie. thing that made me feel a little uncomfortable was when he, um, what's her name, Selma Blair, when he goes down on her. Uh, and, like, they didn't show it. It was just it. implied. Yeah. But I think just the fact that, like, I knew it was happening mm-hmm. and I just didn't want to let on that I knew it was happening. Yeah. Well, yeah. hold up. And that scene was a little funny when she's like, oh. And then yes, like, and then the she, floor. like, falls. Yeah. So did you laugh? Do you remember laughing? I don't remember how I reacted. I'm sure I wanted to laugh, but I probably did not. <laughs> well, I, I I'm also, sure I kept it in. <laughs> well, I'm going to... Um, so awkward. Maybe you don't want to talk about this, but I remember you having a conversation with me when we were in college. Oh, God. When you had a boyfriend, and then you were with his sister and her husband. Oh, And a God. movie came on, and it was very uncomfortable. No, it was um, Robin Williams. He was doing the stand-up. Oh. And I think Josh and I, we spoke about this. When he was like... He puts his um like elbow in front of his face and he's just like, "Ladies, is this what we look like when we're down there?" Oh, and, um, okay. It was funny, but it was just like, "This is uncomfortable." Yeah, that's very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because it was know. like his sister and his sister's husband. Oh my god. We had just put their kids to bed. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think to this day I could watch something explicitly sexual. Well, explicit with my mom being around because that would be odd. Don't you think? I mean. Like, I'm trying to think, like, what... I'm, yeah, I'm trying to Cruel think of what... Now. I, yes, Cruel Intentions is extremely benign compared this to all of the stuff that came after it. This is true. Are you serious? But try to think of it. But what's a movie that you saw, like, as a child, maybe, that you thought, this is too much, that still is kind of, like, makes me blush a little bit? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, mean, I, I don't know. Just... I think because we're so desensitized to everything now because... It's only gotten worse. I remember it has a, gotten that's so true. much. I legit, it would have to be porn. It'd just be like, could oh you watch God. this porn with your mom? And I'm like, that's the line. That is the line. I remember seeing this movie, and maybe maybe it will be different. No, I remember seeing this movie with my mom, and it was, I don't know if it was unlawful entry or something. It was with what Ray Liotta, who always looked crazy, even as a young person with those eyes. Yeah, it was the eyes. Yeah. He always looked like a monster. He always looked like a monster. Always looked like and a like, monster. And like, he was just a ba- Like, could you ever see him playing, like, the lovable next-door neighbor with, like, four kids? No. No, and thank God, there. too, though. Because I don't want to see Ray Liotta doing, like, family movies. Oh. You know, and it's like... I don't want him to be like the new Chevy Chase. <laughs> yeah, like they're driving across yeah. country and their like camper. Like National that would have been bad. Yeah, I mean, he's. Bad. I don't know if he looks good to me or if he looks bad to me because yeah. he clearly has gotten work. Oh, he he's even these like Chantix commercials about like quitting smoking. No, he's certainly gotten work, I and I'm just like, he... I just can't tell if it's good work or bad work. 
to me, he looks bad. I thought it was something happened. Not something happened to him, but I just thought he aged Yeah, he got poorly. older and yeah, then he got work. Poorly. But I think, no, I think the issue is like he got work or oh. he's getting injections or something. Oh, it's very goodness. clear he's done something to his face that didn't allow it to just naturally age. Oh. And you can tell. And I think that's, you know, a result of Hollywood just... Pressures uh, of men. Hollywood. Well, I think, too, it's just like... Um, plastic surgery on like men's faces mm-hmm. is not advanced it's the same with like black people black people stop getting those mm-hmm. jobs like out of vanity because they look crazy i'm like they all end up looking like the jacksons and i'm like but don't you think it's because they don't have the experience the doctors don't have enough experience operating on black noses but tell me what you think about this because when I watch videos of, like, the Jacksons, like, mm-hmm. older Jacksons, before and then after, they had, like, their first nose jobs. Because mm-hmm. they've had more than... Like, Michael Jackson definitely had more than one nose job. Mm-hmm. When he was in a Thriller video, I don't know which nose job that was, but he had already had one. At least one. Oh, he was adorable. He should have stopped there. He should have stopped. He was yes. cute. And even Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. Janet Jackson, Poetic Justice Days, or even before oh, she that. she was the best. She was so pretty. She was amazing. She was so pretty. Yes. And she has great cheekbones. And then it's, she, uh, yeah, it seems like the she, but then do you think even like little Kim, right? Oh. Remember after little Kim's first round of surgeries, she looked great. <laughs> like she did. Like, Why did she I would even first suffice to round say, of surgery. Well, cuz we know she's gotten several surgeries. Well, yeah. And then she but had like, more than just her face done. She well, had, of course. Yeah. But even still, like that first pass on her face, she looked great. Mm-hmm. She should have just stopped there. She looked sure. really good. And I thought little Kim was cute before. She like, was cute before. Mm-hmm. Her little bunny teeth, she gave all us girls with bunny teeth hope. You don't have bunny teeth. <laughs> They're a little big in the front. The first two are a little big, but it's okay, you know? I have never. At this age, I'm going to need to be okay with it because I don't want to look like Lil' Kim. No. I hope she's happy. I hope all I those hope people so who have too. plastic surgery are happy. Well, you think they're happy with their looks? Anybody that gets that much surgery is never going to be satisfied. There's something psychological going on with them. They're probably never going to be satisfied, which is why they spun out of control with that much surgery in the but first place. But do you think, I always sometimes think they get plastic surgery and then, you know, the first time. And then they say, well, let me see if I can tweak this. And then they're happy about being with the first two or three times they do it. Mm-hmm. And then they realize, I've made a mistake. And then they try to and fix it. And then they it. end up on botch. Yeah, they try to yeah. fix it. And it's like, honey, no, it's not working now. You know who looks good, actually? And she got a black nose that works. Who? Tiffany Pollard. Oh, she Pollard, got a nose job? I love New York. Yeah, she got a botched nose job and she couldn't breathe and she had all these issues and she was on botched. And Dr. Nassif fixed her nose, but it looks good. But I mean, she also got Dr. Nassif. So, so should everyone go to him? Absolutely. I'm pretty sure there's some really good nose doctors out there, but black people, you better do your homework because you're all going to end up looking like the Jacksons. Well, they, there's rumors that a lot of like black celebrities have had nose jobs. There's rumors that Beyonce's had a nose job. I don't really think yeah. so. Uh, Kelly Rowland had a nose job. And if she did, she got a good nose. Listen, if, I pulled, out, if I pulled out my ID uh-huh. and showed you what my nose looks like, someone shot. would swear I have a nose job. That's true. Because the picture was taken when I was like 19. Uh-huh. And they just keep reproducing the picture. So uh-huh. now the photo is actually distorted. Yeah. I didn't even look like that in the first picture. Mm-hmm. My nose looks crazy. <laughs> <laughs> let somebody get their hands on let me glow up and be a celebrity somebody gets their hands on that they're gonna plaster it all over the internet and say I got a nose job that's true and like it's makeup, like no I got older yeah makeup and contour yeah and, and like contour like the way the fat deposits and all that stuff and your face changes mm-hmm. as you get older mm-hmm. your face changes so that's true mm-hmm. I mean that's your business if you get one if you have or you haven't my thing is I don't think you want everyone to know you want it to be your business get a good doctor well <laughs> well, like, say if you got it, like, say if you ever felt like, say if you wanted something done, right. say if whatever it was, say, if, would you, do you think you'd be open and honest if people said, oh my gosh, that looks yeah. great. Okay. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know me. Well, I Let me have a are... good slider. I'm telling everybody about the place. <laughs> oh, you should go to there. Sliders are amazing. <laughs> yeah. Let me get a good doctor that does black noses. I'm telling every black person I come into contact with. Do you? Think... And beyond. Oh. K. Michelle got a good nose job. She got a good nose job? Yes. Her nose job looks good. You only know that it's a nose job because we saw her. She was in the spotlight before she got it. So you see the difference in her face. But that's a good nose job. Is it like drastic though? Like do you like 
I don't think it's drastic, but your face is going to change. The structure of your face and the way everything sits around that nose, it changes. Yeah, I mean, your nose really does make your face. I mean, it, to me, I think so. It can. It, Especially you know, if it's a very prominent, prominent feature yeah. on your face. Yeah. yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't got dimples or gorgeous eyes. Yeah. But, I mean, to me, there's Or people, lips. But there are some people who have gorgeous eyes, gorgeous lips, gorgeous dimples, and they have a bad nose. And you're like, yeah, that's it. That's what <laughs> that's you see. True. But then there are people who have it's a good nose all. and everything else is okay. But, you know, no, you look cute because your nose. They don't have any dimples. Their eyes are just whatever. Is my nose the most prominent feature on my face? Well, since your nose, I thought you had a nose job when I first met you. I said, yes, you get a nose thing. It's amazing. Where is it? <laughs> okay, Stanley, you're forcing me to say it. What? I'll come clean. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Listen, um, this is strange, and I wanted to ask you about this, because I'm just like, am I so old? I'm out of the fucking loop. Are people linking up on LinkedIn? Is it LinkedIn also considered social media where you should be fishing for dates? I think it happens. Didn't I know that there have been jokes, or I've seen on Instagram how people will say, like an ex... Or someone will make a connection. This is only the, the extent that I've heard oh, of it has been like exes. Or yes, reaching out to you on LinkedIn because maybe they're blocked on other platforms. Yeah. And so they'll reach out on LinkedIn. Oh, that's so interesting. I think it happens. Because oh. Instagram never used to be something, I think initially, where you reached out to people and you, you know, you wanted to meet them for a date. But that happens. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but and I feel like though with Instagram and Twitter and some of these other social media platforms, they lend themselves to that because they are more for entertainment yeah, and personal and yeah. recreation yeah. and whatever. Right, mm-hmm. and they're personal. Whereas LinkedIn, it's like this is me professionally. Exactly. This is my professional persona. I don't put, you know, I'm not sprinkling a whole bunch of like my personality in yes. it necessarily. It's like this is where I've worked. This is where I volunteer. These are the organizations I'm a part of. Would you like to hire me? But then what you're saying, though, for, to some people, those things matter. I mean, if you're looking for... No, but if you're looking for the type of person who's looking for a person who has achieved certain things, <laughs> who, you know, who comes from a, a background that, you know, sort of... I don't know what you want. You're looking for a person who's employed, who has a great job, uh-huh. who has all these... They sound good on paper, and a picture is always on LinkedIn. You're like, they're attractive. Right. They went to an Ivy League school. Right. They have all these extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. You know, these are their hobbies and their interests. They're good in this and that. They know this person. They know that person. That's a good look for me. I'm going to get in. It's so weird, because... Um... An old colleague, and, and I use the term colleague very loosely. Mm-hmm. I mean, we worked for the same company. Mm-hmm. And this was maybe, he came into the company about two months before I left. Mm-hmm. Reached out to me on LinkedIn the other day. And, you know, I always have my LinkedIn up because I freelance. Yes. And um, I temp, so I'm always here and I'm always there. And I'm always talking to people. And he kept messaging me. And it was just getting to the point of annoyance, but annoyance because I'm like, Okay, what do you want? Because he was just like beating around conversation. And it was like, I don't even know you. Because when he sent me, he sent me an invitation to connect. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, oh, that name sounds kind of familiar. So I looked at it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 I remember he worked with me at XYZ Company. So I accepted. And immediately he started messaging me. Like, what was his name? Just like, like Hello, how hey, are you? how's it going? And I'm like, it's good. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, do you um remember me from such and such company? I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. hence me accepting your connection and saying hello back. Like, And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I didn't really get a chance to know you, but I've heard just such good things. I, you know, I always hoped we would work together because people said you were dope. And I was like, oh, well, you know, thank you. I Obviously. appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, you know, people ain't stupid. I know. Uh, oh. But I'm like, I appreciate, you know, whoever said that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's amazing. Thanks. And then, and then, mind you, my answers are coming in like an hour apart because I'm writing. Yeah. I write every day. Yes. So, I like if I'm in the middle of writing something, I'm researching for writing. Okay, what are you talking about? Yes. So, my answers are coming in super far apart. And then eventually, he shoots a shot and he's like, Yeah, I want to get to know you. And I was like, Okay, well, I was like, The only opportunity to get to know me would be in a professional way. I said, so, I don't know, do you do, 
I like, uh, are you in content production or writing like or anything like, like that? that? And are you looking to hire someone for content production? Because, you know, or editing. So then he's like, oh, well, I mean, I do need to work on my autobiography. So where do we begin? And I was just like, yeah, no, that's not how this works. So, but you have a great day. And good luck professionally. Yes. But I'm like, what that the really hell? That was of you, by the way, to shut that down that way and then to try to steer it in another direction. But what are we doing? Really? Now we, like, nowhere safe. Nowhere safe. <laughs> we are now trying to date folks via LinkedIn. Well, I mean, you think, I mean, guys, nowhere like we always say. Nowhere is safe. Guys will try and they, and they feel no way about trying so i think any opportunity and you've been places just out and about where you're probably doing something and you're not even think like a guy is the furthest thing from your mind and someone will try something you're like listen it is seven o'clock in the morning it's way too early yeah it's way too early i'm at like you can be at temple or you can be at church or you're like this is not appropriate so why if a guy has met you before in person heard things about you knows that you're an attractive smart intelligent woman Sees you on LinkedIn, has no other way in than that, of course he's going to take a shot. Here's the thing. Men need to be smarter about that. Be more strategic. Do your fucking homework. Mm -hmm. Because I get, oh, you seize the moment and shoot your shot. But it is an imposition. Yes. It's an imposition. It is an invasion. Yeah. And, right, you're hitting me up via LinkedIn at 12 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Like... Does that seem like that's about the time you think we should be socializing and schmoozing Mm -hmm. and some kind of like, no, dude, how about my Instagram is available pretty much everywhere. Mm -hmm. You could have hit me in the DM on Instagram, like followed me and then hit me in the DM. Oh yeah. uh, You know. Glad we could connect on LinkedIn, blah, blah, blah. Just to sprinkle that in in case I forgot who you were. Exactly. Your Instagram handle's dumb. Mm-hmm. And then that, even though I still shut you down, <laughs> but yes. that would seem to me a more appropriate place to shoot your shot because it would be more expected. Exactly. Whereas when I'm on LinkedIn and I'm connecting to people, I'm talking to people on LinkedIn, it is solely for professional yeah. or, or, or even something intellectual Mm -hmm. where I can get something from it. So even if it's not on a level of, oh, we're connecting about a job or professional uh, opportunity, maybe we're talking about something in the news or something that we saw. But it can't just be you like, yeah, so what's up, ma? (laughs) Like, I get that in the street. Yeah, you don't want it everywhere. (laughs) Right. I don't want the, hey, what's up, ma, on my LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Or he could have finessed his situation a little bit better and just waited like they thought of it as a slow burn got to know you a little bit you guys hey can i do this for you or just made it more professional and then somehow let's trade emails and instagram handles and then shot to shot somewhere else yeah yeah i would i think i would respect it even more if you disguised the trying to get with me <laughs> under the guise of something professional you know what i mean like pretended like oh i see you doing content production i'm actually doing this and the third can i pick your brain about some stuff I would have been cool with that what, you, more so. You wouldn't have felt like the person was wasting your time? What of you? course I would have felt like he wasted my time eventually. Mm-hmm. However, there, like I feel like you can always learn something. So there could have been, that could have been in the back of his mind, oh, I'm going to use this to try to shoot my shot. And then lo and behold, he actually learned something he ended up needing to know. That's true. Or that was super useful to mm-hmm. him. So... It wouldn't be a waste in the sense that some information was traded and it was helpful information. Okay. I would feel less annoyed about that than it was like, well, you're an idiot <laughs> personally, but I hope this was helpful for you somehow professionally. Have a nice life. How long did? How long was he like reaching out to you before he shot his shot? It was just within the same day. Oh. But it was like hours. I don't know. He definitely was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was like, what are you doing? Even bro? I wouldn't have done that, and bro, I'm not at all. I'm like, like no, no. <laughs> no, don't sully the, the LinkedIn people. Okay? <laughs> I know. It. Honestly, somewhere has to be safe, people. Yeah. Please leave LinkedIn for professional, professional. linking up. Yeah. I don't want your number. No. God. Not good at all. No. Mm-mm. 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 Anyway. What? 
I want to shift gears. Okay, let's Because shift gears. Let's... I really want to talk about this today because someone's getting married. Who is getting married? You bitch. Okay. And yeah. I'm going to need you to pick a date. Um, but no, I have a serious question for you. Yeah. Are you guys going to sign a prenup? We have not talked about it. Mm, and why little, not? We haven't talked about a lot of things, basically. Oh. I think we've been busy. I mean, we discussed sort of a little bit, like what sort of ceremony we And it was the holidays and everything and New yeah. Year's. New Year's is around the corner. New Year's is around so. the corner. It's just a lot of things. And we just moved into an apartment. So um, there's just been a lot of things going on. So we haven't talked about it. And I think the only thing that we're concerned with mm-hmm. is if we do do something, it's just giving our friends and family enough time mm-hmm. so that they can prepare. Them. Just because people's schedules get busy and we don't want to... We just want everyone to have enough time, especially people that we care about and love. We want them to be um, at yeah, the wedding. Yeah, but you also can't like think about that. People have to make time. Well, I think... It's important. Make time. Well, I think that's... I mean, maybe Josh hasn't thought, but I think as far as like, that's the only thing that I'm... And it's not a concern, but I'm thinking, okay, once we decide what to do, mm-hmm. if we decide, hey, we want to try to do it in like... I think it would keep us... We wouldn't say, hey, let's do this in three months. But if, if we felt like our family and friends... Couldn't be a part of it if that's what we wanted. Right. So I think that's the only thing that we talked about. Mm-hmm. We talked about size. We know we're not having a huge wedding. We don't know what we're doing. But a okay, prenup. But the prenup. What, how do you feel about them? And do you know how he feels about them? Well, from the from the little bit of information that I know about prenups, and a lot of it, you know, we you and I have talked about this before. Yeah. I know that it's, it's more, you know, it's a way of sort of protecting your assets and also getting things in order. Mm-hmm. And... I don't feel... I think it's okay. I think it's okay. Do you want one? Or do you feel like you for sure will get one? Like, you will not marry someone without one? No, I definitely don't feel like that. I definitely don't. Do you know how he feels? No, I don't. Mm. But but if he wanted one, then I just go, we get a prenup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't care. Because we have talked about, it's just kind of like, you know, we would hope that things last forever, but it's also... Marriage. I think everyone thinks everyone that will does. hope that it yeah. lasts forever. And I think there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, listen, I love you <laughs> and I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But let's be honest with each other. If we're both, we both feel like we're not happy, mm-hmm. then let's talk about that. Let's be honest about how we're feeling. And right. if I'm at not, let's try to break away from this as friends or as people who've shared years together in a home and right. built this life together. So I think that's just where we're at. So I think if if we feel like the only thing that scares me about a pre well for the fear of not having a prenup is just because what if things end badly right and then people get angry and resentful and all these horrible things and then right it's not which fair. happens people which break up yeah. breakups bad yeah and I even me <laughs> breakups pretty, can get really break, nasty yeah and marriages I assume not marriages but just any long term committed relationship mm-hmm. where finances are tied together and say you start a family and children. That can get very messy and very complicated. No right. one's keeping track of who bought what all the time. And then someone may buy right. something, but then someone else may use it more. Or someone else may take benefit from it more. So it can you get You know how I feel about it. You are not getting a prenup. What? Just, I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think a prenup is, like, it is undoubtedly the most necessary mm-hmm. thing one needs to do before they marry. So, um, I was at the uh, Brooklyn Museum for First Saturdays mm-hmm. um, to see the Soul of a Nation Art in the Age of Black Power exhibit, which mm-hmm. you should go see. Okay. Um, it's pretty good. And um, we, you know, we always stop and get wine before because <laughs> we go to avoid the black hipsters. So, yep. we go early in the day oh, now <laughs> because okay, we're okay. just like, ah, oh, we're too old for this. <laughs> like, we don't want to be there for, like, the funk soul party. Mm-hmm. So, we go early to avoid when all the black hipsters come in. And um, so we got there early. We stopped to have some wine. And while we're having wine, it came up. And, you know, we're always loud and whatever. And I think that the table next to us, they heard us talking about prenups. And I think they clearly disagreed with me (laughs) about... But is this... Just to interrupt, is this a table of predominantly, like, women or men? Yes, yes, yes. Me and two other people. It was me. Yeah, yeah. And two two female friends. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about it. And I think for the most part, they agreed with me. In that, I think it's just absolutely necessary. Yeah. And I think the table next to us, to kind of glance over, and they were actually a mixed table mm-hmm. of men and women. I think four people, half and half. Yeah. And they were just kind of like, head shaking, this bitch. Like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. No. I feel how I feel. As you should. And honestly, 
Susie Orman agrees with me. No, it's Susie she Orman. She says it in her book. Yeah. Actually, actually, what is the book? It's The Courage to Be Rich. Mm-hmm. She says it that at the end of the day, you can put anything in a prenup. It is literally just an agreement that you make with each other before the nuptials mm-hmm. about, and there's a lot of different things that can be in there, but for the, the, the part that becomes the most important, of course, is in the event that you break up, how are you going to divide your assets, right? What's going to happen? Or if, if there's going to be any kind of like spousal support and that kind of thing. And the her and I, we share the, the commonality that the thinking is when we do this before we get married and we're so in love and we really like each other, we have the best intentions for each other. Before anything can be sullied with divorce and breakup because Breakups are hard. Like, anybody's yeah. bro- broken up with a boyfriend knows. It can get ugly. Boyfriend, yeah. girlfriend, whatever. It can get really ugly. Mm-hmm. Imagine this is with a spouse. And like you said, now money is shared. Assets are shared. The stakes are a little higher. Yeah. And people can get really nasty. People can get really vengeful. And people can start to behave in ways that are really unfair. Yeah. And they're not out for your best interest. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just want to win. Yeah. At any cost, they just want to win. Mm-hmm. And they do crazy shit. And it's just like, that might happen anyway, but at least you got a prenup. That's true. <laughs> so when it comes to the monetary stuff where certain things will just be cut and dry yeah. in that you protected yourselves from yourselves. That's true. So that in the event that, cause I know me, I'm pretty bad in a fight. Mm-hmm. I'm not nice. Go so at least, right. Right. So at least I, although I don't think I'm nasty in that way and I would never want to take people's things, yeah. but at least it's like, well, we protected ourselves from ourselves and, in the event that we got to the point where we weren't seeing or thinking clearly or making decisions clearly and rationally and just off of emotion and bad emotion yeah. that we already set something up so that things don't fall that way. That's true. And then I think it, it it's just I think it's just a nice protective tool. You should look have your lawyer look over it. They should have their lawyers look over it and then you come to an agreement. You can change things, you can counter. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a it's it's a. I think it's a necessary thing. Well, just what you said about, you know, things getting nasty and it being mainly what you said about cut and dry, that term, made me think of even if, say, you end things on nice terms with your with your spouse or partner or whoever, mm-hmm. it's like breakups are very hard and it's very emotionally draining. So if you have this thing that's already been set in place, then it's just like, listen, we already got that prenup. I still love you. I still care about you. We don't even need to have this it's one less thing to do. It's one less thing to worry about. It's already there. I wish you the best. You wish me the best. Let's just go by what the prenup says. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about it. It's one less thing to do. Yeah. Because I think, too, even when you have the prenup, there's always going to be something that you didn't think of. Exactly. And and that can be a point of contention. You start fighting over that. Yeah. Or just children, right? Mm-hmm. People start having these nasty custody battles. Which is insane. And yeah. that can be draining and dragging and expensive. So it's like, well, at least you don't also have these other monetary mm-hmm. assets and things to talk about dividing and mm-hmm. figuring out. It's I've seen some really nasty divorces, some really bad battles. <laughs> And it's just like, ain't you glad you had a prenup? Or wouldn't you have been yeah. glad you had a prenup? Look at um, Amber Rose and Wiz Khalifa when they broke up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like $5 million or something like that. The prenup, they had a prenup. Yeah. And the prenup said he had to pay her $5 million or something like that and, and spousal support. And it was drafted when he was worth a certain amount of money. Yeah. And by the time they divorced, he was not worth that same amount. But the judge was like, that was in the prenup, so I guess you best go on tour. And it was like you got to You owe her this money. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about you that. You can get post nups, but they did. They did. How? What do you think? Because I always because there are lots of things. Because we, I think, a lot of people were shocked. One of the largest sort of issues of that, and they weren't even married. Was with Holly Berry and her first lady's oh, father. Oh God! But they were not married. And they had that child together. Gabriel and of course. Audrey. And there's about things mm-hmm. about a man taking away from a woman, mm. and then it was all on the show too of like racial things. He's this white blonde model, and she's a black woman, beautiful, but she's a black woman. And right, he meaning has a he lot has more, tons of earning potential. Of, His earning potential is higher than hers. And so for her to pay him twenty two thousand dollars a month is insane. astronomical. And you also think about it's kind of like what are you doing 
how is a child cost? Why does a child cost that much? Like I don't understand. The, the other details. issue too with Halle Berry was that she actually had more custody of the child, so it was also a matter of why is she paying him this much money when she actually has Nala more than he does, yeah. and she was also paying for like her schooling, her insurance, like dental, medical, all that stuff. So it was like you literally are getting this twenty two k literally to babysit your child. Which makes no sense. I and they said, oh, he's a great dad. But it's like, he should be. He should be. That's his right. And to me, it bothers me. Like, because I can understand sometimes when people, like, if you have one spouse who isn't working, mm-hmm. and then they probably sacrifice sometimes, not all the time, but mm-hmm. they sacrifice things so that you can be, you know, maybe because you're working so much, they're like, well, mm-hmm. I'll stay home with the kids. And maybe they want to do that. But then I think there has to be something something should be given to them because with their earning potential, they don't have a degree. They probably don't have a degree. Or if they have that, they've been out of the job market for yep. such a long time. It's they're older. very difficult for yeah. them to jump back in. And yes. Especially they will when they're support. a woman. It is, oh, it is sure. much more limited. So, yeah, they should need that. They need that support. But I always think, why are they getting that much money? And then, of course, they want you to live in the life that you've grown accustomed to. But I'm like, listen, now this person... You, now when you came from the hood. Yeah, it's like... No, no, accustomed. How long you been... Exactly. Girl... And then that man also, it's like he's killing himself. Not all the time, but it's just like he's also killing himself because now he has to provide for two households. And it's just like, yeah, he has to provide for you and his children and mainly you to a certain extent because you have, you're raising the kids if you still, if you have custody of them. He should make sure that you're in top shape so that you can provide for his children. But also, he has to take care of himself. He still has to be a good dad and possibly get married again. Hold up. But if you get they married do, again, They can reevaluate. Um, but that's custody. That's different from like prenups. Yeah. That's like child support and spousal support. That's true. They I do recalculate those things. things. Yeah. Like you can go to the court. You can petition the court. Because yeah, Halle Berry actually petitions the court to lower yeah. the child support for um, her child with Gabriel Aubrey? Yeah, name? Gabriel Aubrey. And um, I think she got shut down, something like that. Yeah. I think she was petitioning to go from like 22K to like 16K or something like that. And they wouldn't do it. But you can always petition for them, especially if you now have more responsibility and you have new children, that kind of thing. They can recalculate it. Or if something changes financially for you, then they can recalculate it. I have a friend who um, she just got in, she recently got engaged. Her boy, when they were dating, she I remember when she first told me he has a kid. And the kid was like a little older, like maybe 10 or something mm-hmm. like that. Not older, but like not a, not a tiny baby, like a 10-year-old child or whatever, that he had with a friend with benefits. Mm-hmm. So like him and his friend were just sleeping together. That was it. Mm-hmm. Like that was the agreement. They weren't in a relationship. They were not falling in love or anything. And she got pregnant. And he's like, I don't want to have a kid. And she's like, I'm having it. And she took him to court for child support. He had to pay it. And my friend was like, he pays a lot of money in child support. I was like, that means he must make a lot of money. He doesn't have any other dependents. Yeah. But yeah, he didn't want the kid. And I'm like, well, that's tough. Because what do you do in that situation? Yeah, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, I tell you the first thing you should do. We're a condom, boys. Yeah, Cause, exactly. Because you can't tell me that doesn't prevent pregnancy. <laughs> it has been proven that it does. It does. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. if you really don't want to have a kid and you got a friend with benefits, wear a freaking condom. Yeah. Or you will be on the hook. Yeah. No matter how many times you cry, don't want a kid. If you got somebody pregnant and they're keeping it, you're having a kid. Yeah. And you can get taken to court for child support. So, That's very you true. have to do your part. Mm-hmm. Um, we we totally went off topic. Listen, it's all kind of related. It's all good. It's all all related. No, no. I had a friend who got a little upset with me because I asked her if she was getting a prenup. She was engaged, and she got really upset. Like, well, no, that's like saying that the marriage is gonna fail before we've even gotten to the altar. Mm -hmm. And this particular friend has a serious heart condition. Mm -hmm. She has had three serious surgeries on her heart, Mm -hmm. and. I posed to her the issue of what if you can't work because of your medical condition? You can't work and something happens between you guys. Are you going to feel stuck? What if he cheats? Are you going to just accept it because you know you ain't going to have shit if you leave? Because you're not going to have the money to get lawyers to take him to court Mm -hmm. when he pays for everything. Exactly. And I'm like, you don't want to end up in that position. Mm Mm-hmm. Right now, he loves you. He adores you. So much so, he wants to make you his wife. <laughs> Why not bring it up now? Hey, 
in the event that I can't work and something happens, you know, it's not saying that I want it to, we're going to break up, but we got to be smart about this. Like, I just want to know that I'm going to be okay. I don't think that's such a crazy thing I don't to think ask. that's such a crazy she thing. She was so upset. So I let it go. But I'm like, girl. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, there should be, that would be an awful thing. Like, we wish her the best. Mm. But if things fell apart and then you were like, I told you so. You can't say that, Tony. You can't say nah, that. Mm. can't say that. But it would be good, like, if you could record, like, someone was recording, like, important conversations sometimes and you could just like excuse me wait a second go into the room pull out that <laughs> and just press play on it that's the remember, same as saying i told you so. remember that 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 show that black mirror episode where they remember they oh could with the memories, their memories. And you could just yeah. play it back like girl hold up let me throw that up on the table for a second remember we had this conversation <laughs> so yeah. it's just a digital i told you so digital, i told you so yeah <laughs> Sometimes you want to say, I told no, you No, so. I truly hope that I am incorrect in her in Oh her my case, gosh, I but, hope so for anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I think people just also have to understand that it's not just about wanting someone else's money. You can negotiate anything in a prenup. So mm-hmm. for me, for example, I don't got shit. Yeah. I don't got shit. Mm-hmm. But you best believe we get in a prenup. <laughs> <laughs> because what if we do break up eventually? Mm-hmm. And let's say during the course of our marriage, the Joburg juggle blows up. Yeah. I make a cool $100 million. <laughs> I like that. Right? I'm going to get lots of dinners on. Hell yeah. Yes. Yes. Astros, baby. <laughs> but guess what the courts will say if there's no prenup? Yup, that was shared money. Mm-hmm. That money came into your hand while during the duration of the marriage. You must share that money with him. Yeah. Mind you, I wrote edited, published that book before I ever knew that man. Yes. Mm -hmm. So how wild would that be? That it's just like you legit got crazy paid off something that I did before you Mm -hmm. after we were done. Yeah, that's Ah, I can't let that happen. No, yeah, that's pretty insane. (laughs) I can't let that happen. That is pretty insane. It's just like, no, no. You can live off this money for as long as we together. Yeah. But as soon as you're not my man, it's You're nice. not going to be getting paid off all the work that I did. That's true. And, and I'm talking work that I did before I knew you. It's not like, oh, this is a novel that I had written during the course of our relationship where you were like, baby, I work, you write. That'd be different. So no, I'd share that money with so you. So then what do you do? Like, uh, what do you mean share? Like, how do you share that? Like, say, yeah. Put say, it in the prenup. No, no, no. But like. How does one go? I mean, maybe this is too detailed, but like, say, yeah, say you're together Mm -hmm. and then he's working while you're writing. Mm -hmm. Your book becomes big. Like, do you give him a small lump sum of that money? Do you like, you, of course you provide, like you sort of, you know, you get a new home, you get a new car, whatever. You can do things or maybe you can get him a big gift and say, thank (laughs) you so much. I don't know. A new car. I don't know. Or whatever. But how do you, how do you divide that money? You should be specific in your prenup. So, but for can you me, be specific it, about something like about the money that you earn? Of course. No, I think marriage. if you're talking about during the marriage, that's between you and your partner. Like if you have your joint accounts and then you have your personal accounts, which we do. It's like, oh, we have a joint account and we put a certain amount of money in it and then like we each do. And then we have our personal accounts. There's no way for him to get the money out of my personal account. But if we're talking like specifics for the prenup, then the prenup is going to state something like, Oh, in the event that we break up, he'll get 10% of the royalties, you know, each year that sell from this book. So, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I would be very specific so, about that. And then, like you said, you can add, once you get the prenup and say... Yeah, you can do a post you, you can add, always modify, so you can you, add things to it. So, I guess that's a good way of doing it. You you yeah. can say, like, especially if, like, someone stayed home while the other worked, you could say, listen, and then something blew up, you know, a project blew up. You could mm-hmm. say, hey, you get 10% of this, we can mm-hmm. write it into the prenup. And, oh, well, that's in good. the event that we break up, like uh, while we're married, I'm not giving you ten percent of this. We're married; our money's our yeah, money. Our money's it's just, like yeah. it's 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 all t- the same. That's true. But I'm talking if we break up, mm-hmm. and then my money's my money, and you got your own shit. Then you give. Then, then you give it's like this portion. would be what you get from that to acknowledge that yes, you had some small part of that. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, I think this whole conversation is like. <laughs> About us 
finding extremely, extremely wealthy men money. <laughs> that, essentially, that was what I was doing. Yeah, yeah I'm glad okay. you picked up I, on I, that. I totally got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just going to sit back and wait for those emails Ooh, to roll in. Yes, yeah. <laughs> From these prospects, extremely wealthy prospects. men. Yes, yes. So I yes. can just write books all day. Exactly. Yeah, that, that would be fun. Yes. That mm-hmm. would be fun. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, we must go. Okay. Yes. All right. Standrick. What is your Instagram so our lovely listeners can follow you? I can be found at Standrick W at, I was want to say at, it's just Standrick W. Just at Standrick yeah, W. Yeah, because I'm yes. old and that's what I do. <laughs> what about you, Miss Evans? Huh? I am at Always Fashion Week mm-hmm. on Instagram. And you can also email the both of us at blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And follow the gram, guys. Comments and Certainty. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, the Black Hipster Instagram. I forget about that. I'm <laughs> terrible uh, at like looking at social media sometimes. Um, oh, even though I'm a content producer. I, yes. <laughs> scratch what I said. I create wonderful content for wonderful, social media. Wonderful, fabulous. Uh, but yes, it's Black Hipster Podcast. Yes. On Instagram. And we're available for download on iTunes as well as podcasts. Dot, is it Podcast Bean? Podbean. Podbean. Yes, this, we are on Podbean yeah. and Spotify. Yes. And like and rate this episode so people can find us if yes. you like it. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, and the Joe Berg Juggle. It's on Amazon if you, if you like to read. So yes. definitely check that out. And um, yeah, I guess till the next episode, it'll be New Year's. New Year's. So I hope everyone had a great Christmas and we'll see you guys in the New Year. Bye. Bye.